This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. Chronic total occlusion, or CTO, is a common heart disorder in many patients with coronary artery disease. So what are the causes? How can you prevent this? And what are the treatment options? Here to talk with us about chronic total occlusion of the coronary arteries is Dr. Nasser Khan, a cardiologist at Dignity Health. Dr. Khan, thank you for your time. So what happens with chronic total occlusion of the coronary artery? Yes, thank you very much for giving me a chance to uh, talk about this very important uh, topic. Um, Chronic total occlusion um, in the layman's uh, term means that there is a 100% blockage in one of the main arteries of the heart, which has been there for longer than three months. Um, Previously, it has been uh, uh, somewhat undiagnosed, undertreated, uh, and difficult to treat um, uh, disease. But now with improvement in techniques and some new tools in our hands, we are able to offer treatment for these lesions. So Dr. Khan, you just mentioned that this is underdiagnosed and undertreated. So potentially many people suffer from chronic total occlusion of the coronary arteries. Is that right? That is correct. So in uh, many uh, studies, it has been shown that people who undergo angiograms routinely for uh, either symptoms or no symptoms, Uh, who undergo angiograms, we have discovered that if a person has a 50% blockage in the heart in one of their arteries, there is a 25% chance that they have another blockage, which is at least 100%. So bottom line is that the the prevalence rate is anywhere from 20 to 25%. In patients who have some blockage in their heart, they will also have 20 to 25% chance of having a 100% blockage also during the same angiogram. That's amazing. So I'm thinking of the coronary artery and the neck going up to the brain. So you're saying that could be totally occluded, totally blocked. So the coronary artery is actually the arteries or the pipelines that take blood and oxygen to the heart muscle. Um, They are not directly responsible for supplying the neck or the brain. They're just around the heart and they supply the the muscle of the heart so that the heart can pump and basically supply blood to the vital organs of our body. So if it's totally occluded, wouldn't that automatically mean an instant heart attack, or does the body reroute blood to make it work? How does that happen? Yes, so there are some patients who will have unrecognized uh, heart attacks, and those are typically the ones where we find that the the blockage is uh, chronic, total occlusion, and it's probably been there for months or years. And those are typically the patients with silent heart attacks, or they might have unrecognized symptoms like just general fatigue or shortness of breath, which they will, uh, you know, ignore. And um, and there are uh, collaterals, we call them collaterals, which are helper channels that open up from the other vessels, other blood vessels try to compensate for this chronic total occlusion. But studies have shown that those Helper channels are insufficient. They do not replace the um, adequacy of uh, blood supply that is there from your natural uh, flow from the natural artery. So collaterals are, are there. They might keep things under control a little bit, but when uh, when you're pushed, uh, when you're there's an increased demand on the heart muscle, then the collateral circulation is insufficient, and a patient might suffer bad chest pain or another small heart attack or shortness of breath, and there is a poor quality of life associated with people who have a chronic total occlusion. 
So let's talk about those symptoms a little bit more. So you mentioned fatigue and shortness of breath. Are there any other symptoms we should be watching out for? Yes, and there is uh, obviously some patients who will have the typical uh, chest pain, mostly on exertion, described as a burning pain, tightness or pressure in the center of the chest. And some patients might have dizziness, uh, unexplained dizziness, or even fainting spells frequently, which are also uh, sometimes associated with it. But the most common symptom that has been recognized is fatigue and shortness of breath. So how do you diagnose this then? When you go in for a regular checkup, of course, the doctor listens to your chest and you get an EKG. That's not enough to diagnose this, right? How do you find this? Yes, so EKG is always a good place to start. Um, EKGs will indicate if somebody's had an old heart attack and that might be the red flag that maybe he had an old heart attack. There might be a a chronically occluded uh, old blockage in the heart. Then you can, if the patient is not very symptomatic, then you can perform a stress test, either uh, walking on the treadmill type of exercise stress test or one of the chemical stress tests to determine uh, if there is an area which is uh, chronically lacking blood supply. Following that, you can uh, do the invasive testing, which is the diagnostic coronary angiogram, where you would um, insert a wire and a tube and towards the heart and squirt some dye into the heart and, and see if there's a blockage or not. So if there is a blockage, then how do you treat this? So that is the, that is the uh, main um, thing. Chronic total occlusions, which blockages by definition mean that they've been there for more than three months, um, they are not easy to treat. There's a very organized clot there. There's calcification, calcium, making it very hard to crack open a a hole in there to to put in a stent. So oftentimes, uh, interventional cardiologists like myself traditionally have left those blockages alone because it's it's, uh, it is difficult to open them. Historically, the success rate is not very high, and um, and there is some increased risk of complication. But now we have some tools and uh, some specialized uh, wires with penetrating power to go through these blockages, along with some tough uh, balloons to crack open these blockages. And then we have delivery mechanism to uh, go through the the chronically occluded uh, area and deliver these. It just takes longer, oftentimes even more than one cardiologist in the room to help each other out and a lot of patients. And, um, you know, for example, typically uh, a normal angiogram or a stent procedure might take uh, 45 minutes to an hour. A chronically totally occluded blood vessel will typically take um, anywhere from one and a half to three hours. So you don't want to stir that plaque up or break it up where all of a sudden it starts traveling through other parts of the body. That's a concern too. Is that right? That is a concern. That is a concern. And, uh, and obviously we, we have, uh, we give patients um, uh, very high doses of blood thinners and, um, and we um, gently probe and break these uh, blockages. And, um, and we have some other unique methods of even going around the blockage, and that's a little bit more complex to explain um, in an interview like this, but we can even go around those blockages and come out on the other side of the blockage and, and create essentially a new channel within the vessel to, to do our own way of going around it. Um, and that's a very unique, uh, we have some unique uh, tools for doing that also. And um, me and my partner, Dr. Mera, have started doing this in, uh, in Bakersfield now. Um, and once a 
once a month we line up patients who have been suffering um, uh, with symptoms and have a chronic totally occluded blood vessel which has not been opened up and we, we bring them into the hospital and we, we fix them. And so far we have seen very good results with almost the 85-90% success rate in our practice. Well, that is really good news, and I was just going to ask you that. For someone treated for CTO, what is the long-term prognosis then? Yes, the prognosis is, 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 is really good. There, is an, there are several studies now that have shown that there is an improved quality of life, increased exercise tolerance, and certainly decreased uh, angina or chest pain or shortness of breath type of symptoms in patients who have these blood vessels opened up. And there's also data of longevity that these patients live longer, and there is a decreased risk of future heart attack. So um, the, there is um, uh, good evidence that uh, in a suitable patient, uh, they should be given a chance uh, to, to have these um, old blockages opened up. Well, that is all good news, Dr. Khan, and thank you so much for talking with us about CTO. For more information, please visit dignityhealth.org slash bakersfield slash heart. That's dignityhealth.org slash bakersfield slash heart. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.